This podcast is brought to you by the Society for Education and Training. The college itself had already encouraged us as professionals to actually join SET and they had already helped us look at the benefits of being a member, looking at the training you know, that can be provided, looking at the competencies, the professional standards and how we can actually use those within our, you know, our own practice and, the, and our own sort of curriculum and developments. So I just, as I do with any opportunity, I thought, yeah, great, this, you know, this is really important. And I, I am a great believer in any type of work I've done. And even in my, you know, with my background in mental health nursing, I believe very strongly that it's really important to develop the professional aspects of the work. I think it's important to have what I call, um, you know, some rigour to the work. So um, I applied, became a member, and within literally, I'm talking within a matter of weeks, um, the email came out from SET, like it did to everybody, saying that these local network groups were being set up, and there was one being requested for Birmingham. You know, did anybody want to apply? So Mandy did. (laughs) And I'll be honest, not thinking for one minute, that um, I was actually going to be, you know, the application was going to be accepted. But, and it did, you know, the application was accepted. Um, well, I think part of that was because it also supported other things that I enjoy. I love networking. I really think it's important to be working with other partners. I really felt very passionate about further education and learning and engaging, you know, us as professionals and also upskilling so that we can be the best, you know, that we can be in the field. And also in terms of further education, I think, bear in mind, you know, I I became involved in further education many years ago. It's always had that second class citizen almost, you know, status to it, I think in relation to education and training. And actually, I, I feel that that is very misrepresented. So, you know, part of my piece is really to advocate, if you like, you know, for, for further education. Say, actually, for a lot of people, not only is it the, the, the most important piece for them that enables them to get back into you know, education, employment, but also for a lot of the students we work with, it, it literally transforms their lives, you know, and helps them develop so many other personal skills in their personal life as, as well as, you know, work and education. Bearing in mind that from the point of view of receiving the information on the application to become a provider to deliver the local network groups, it, we really didn't have an awful lot of time for the first event. And I was very mindful of that. So what we did was as a team, I've got other colleagues that are supporting in the process and some are also members of SET. So I arranged a number of meetings. We, you know, the first thing we did was looked at how we were going to collaborate together, what we wanted from the actual, you know, our own meetings themselves, how that was going to enable us to work together um, as colleagues. And then what were the priorities for the themes? Some of those I'd already put on the application to actually facilitate the events. So we looked at the ones that were already on there and also looked at the expertise that was, you know, within some of the team as well. And to be honest, dyslexia was a theme, but that was what, you know, we're focusing on. That just keeps coming up all the time. A lot of the new learners that come through the the doors of Fircroft College, there seems to be a high number of learners that either have identified needs with dyslexia or actually they're often undiagnosed 
and, and as they come through the process and as they begin to look at their own learning needs and look at their own assessments and, and other colleagues begin to work with the learners, often a range of dyslexia needs really starts to you know, come to the forefront and be highlighted. So we felt it was a relevant theme to focus on currently. Also, because we had quite limited time for, for you know, to be able to get speakers, set up events for the April one, I wisely, I think, said, well, we need to go for what are called a quick win. So because we already had a number of people in the team who, you know, had ideas of contacts within the field that maybe would be, you know, great for the um, to be speakers and workshop leads for the event itself. That was what we went with for the, the first event itself. In terms of what happened on the night was um, that we had three workshops. One was on exploring the range of practical resources, including digital resources that could support learners. Another workshop was looking at mind mapping and using something called Cornell's Notes. And it was very much engaging the multisensory approach and enabling the practitioners to understand how a lot of mind mapping and the visual aspects of it can really enable learners to actually make um, attachments to memory and also, you know, helps their, their sort of learning in a different way. And then we had Trish Blackham. She was actually sharing her own challenges of having dyslexia herself and navigating her way through both the education system, but also through her role in terms of progressing into, you know, management at work as well. And also she's had her own experience of her son being diagnosed with dyslexia and she really fought for him to gain support as he's gone on to support him through university as well. So I felt that we had a real eclectic mix, hopefully, of workshops that were provided. And in fact, saying that, the, the feedback that we got, and I, we had both feedback at the end verbally, and also I did actually create a feedback form just to get you know, some, some feedback from people. And there was a range of comments like, and I'll, I'll just give you a snippet of a few. A couple of people were saying it helps them hear others talk about their own personal experiences. They felt that was really helpful. There was other comments about the variety and the knowledge of the speakers they felt was, was really great and the diversity that was offered. Again, they felt that because some of the speakers were also, not only did they have you know, professional knowledge, but a lot of them had their own life experiences that were clearly being brought into the workshops. They really liked that. There were also a lot of comments about how practitioners were able to reflect on their own practice and their own issues that they face um, with learners. There were other comments about um, they loved the methods of practice, the sharing of new ideas and different applications. There was other themes around um, feedback on the opportunity to network they thought was really great. And another piece was that collaborating with their peers and for, for a lot as well, understanding dyslexia and understanding more about how to support learners with dyslexia, which was great because, you know, that was really, you know, the ultimate aim. Do you want to know what I learned? <laughs> I learned to expect the unexpected. So for, for example, that you don't believe this, we had a power cut about an hour and a half leading up to the event. And I'm in a power cut in the whole area of that part of Birmingham, not just the college. So I 
had to really manage my um, <laughs> my own emotions and try and do lots of breathing and being calm and mindfulness and telling myself, oh, this is great, this is fine. And if we don't have any electricity, including lighting, well, you know, <laughs> we, can, we can still make it happen. And then the the actual power came on fully about 15 minutes before the actual event itself. So Miss Mandy Prepper, everybody who knows me right knows I'm Miss Preparation, <laughs> Queen of Preparation. So, you know, this whole giving the speakers an hour before and to arrive and, sh- you know, show them how the IT worked and getting familiar with stuff. We still did that, but let's just say it was on a little bit more of a tight timeline. I learned that you can organise and prepare so much and this includes you know, bringing speakers in, developing the workshops, um, organising stuff. But at the end of the day, there are things that are going to be out of my hands and out of my control. And, and I know that's probably, again, all these things sound really obvious, but this is, a, you know, you're talking about my personal learning. And that I, I really can't take responsibility for all of that, which I suppose it, it, because of me and the way I try and prepare so much and I take what I do in all areas of my life, you know, quite I take it serious, although, you know, you can have fun with it. So, yeah, I, I was really mindful of, of trying to do that. And also, it's actually not until I've now, you know, been shown myself, I've had a bit of opportunity to actually look more closely at some of the feedbacks, the actual comments that were being made. So many of the feedbacks are really positive. And so there's something for me about the learning is just put things into perspective, give it time, allow the process to settle is I think it's really important to give as much time as you can to source the workshop leads and the speakers as much as possible, you know, because in an ideally, I think to be able to use your your colleagues, you know what I mean, and and people in the fields that that sort of know, you know, people, I think is, is a great way, you know, obviously supported by the professionalism of being able to attract workshop leads and speakers. So I think that's just, you know, it's reinforced for me, certainly for the, you know, the event, um, which we, the next one we're doing is in July, is to, yeah, make sure that there's time, you know, plenty of time to, to be able to do that. So you're saying that you've got your next one in July. Uh, have yeah. You, yeah. Any thoughts about the theme? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, the theme for um, it's July the 18th, actually, the, the theme is social justice. We've already got a speaker, a lady called Jane Williamson, um, who um, she delivers a Freedom to Think programme at um, Northern College. And this is a real pioneering programme on um, actually enabling refugees, asylum seekers, people who have really you know, experienced a lot of exploitation, some forms of trafficking. And so the programme, this Freedom um, to, to Sort of Think programme, is really about enabling these you know the people to be able to access learning and education you know was a way of of really trying to help people change and transform their lives but be able to do that through education and and work and training and so she's going to be one of the the work the speakers in the workshop um, leads that is going to share her her great work and and then there's other areas of social justice we're we're still looking at the moment other you know speakers maybe we look at some areas on um, possibly homelessness possibly some themes around the LGBT community, but, but that's work in progress, you know what I mean, in terms of looking at the themes related to social justice. This year is actually 110 years of Fircroft College itself being established. So I think 
actually doing you know that having the social justice theme is is very very timely i think and very appropriate as well it's been really it's been hard work it's been enjoyable i have learned a lot from it i'm glad you know i've i've i'm glad we got the opportunity to do it and i'm i'm, I'm i am looking forward to being able to establish and develop the events more as time goes on and also be able to create more opportunities and links with set itself because you know th this has really it's created a level of energy that i think i perhaps had, had lost a little bit somewhere along the way with you know with other things that i do because i do have normally i'm very energized as a person and a lot of people who know me know you know i'm, I'm I've, yeah, I have a lot of energy and I'm very passionate about a lot of things. And so I, I do think it's given me some refreshed, renewed energy for learning, for FE, for education and, and for really, yeah, for supporting the practitioners um, in the field. But ultimately, that means, you know, if you're supporting and enabling the practitioners, then you're also enabling and supporting the learners. And, and the colleagues that they're working with as well. So it hopefully has a, a ripple effect. For more information and advice, blogs and articles, please visit set.et-foundation.co.uk.